Hey, out there. We're going to do our plugs now because we always forget to do it at the end of the episode. So make sure you check out That Fat Guy Doesn't Know What He's Talking About. That's where we review all of our non-horror movie-related movies. Also, make sure you check out our Twitter at Another Night Pod and Trish. Uh, we have a blog where we write about everything. You should check it out at noisesnonsense.wordpress.com. Um, we also have a Twitter, noises underscore nonsense, period. So uh, make sure to follow us on there where we um, talk about all kinds of pop culture stuff. And we can get into our podcast now. And now... On with the show. You're going to camp blood, ain't you? We have such sights to show you. It's a Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. Here's Johnny. Hello, and thank you for joining us for another night at Camp Blood. My name is Steven, and with me, as always, are Trish and Joe. Hello. What's up? So, before we get into our review, uh, I just want to apologize for the shitty audio on the Scream episode. It was really, 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 really shitty, and I didn't know. None of us knew until it was too late. So, instead of recording the episode again, um, we're going to really quickly go through our review of scream we'll try to keep it to a couple minutes and uh just know that we shouldn't have audio issues anymore on any future episodes i don't want to turn anybody off because we had one really bad episode so let's really quickly go through scream okay so i'll just give a quick synopsis of the movie movie is about sydney prescott and her life in high school killer out there stalking killing people in the high school she uh her mother has her mother died the year before uh there's characters like gail weathers who was really involved with the murder um guys in jail who might be falsely accused turns out that there's a killer on the loose now who is picking off her friends and people around her and it's a pretty much a what kind of like who done it until you find it. out yeah. that it's thriller who done it sydney's boyfriend and his friend Stu Mocker. Their friend Stu Mocker, who are basically going to frame Sydney's dad for the murders, that he went crazy on the anniversary of his wife's murder until Sydney foils their plot. Right. Right? Yes. Is that, I mean... That was, thank you. I was having a hard time, <laughs> like, keeping on track with that, so thank you, Joe. Very good. All right, so, review. I love the movie. Uh, I'm not going to go into great detail, but it was an important movie in my life, so I really enjoyed it. Four stars. Joe? Yeah, it's one of my favorite horror movies that I've ever seen. I've watched it a, a ton of times. It's great writing, uh, great acting. I'd give it three and a half out of four for sure. And uh, I have to agree. It's a great movie. It's always fun to watch every time you put it on. Um, it's a horror movie about horror movies, so very enjoyable. I'll give it um, three and a half out of four. Nobody's perfect. Awesome. And we're not even 100% sure what we said at the end of that episode, so. We, well, I'm we sure just, we all liked it. I yeah. gave, I know for a fact I gave it four, but I don't know, but. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I gave it what I gave, yeah. I mean, you know, day to day, my my opinion does fluctuate, but, so I'm not going to say 
I called it what I called so it. So we don't need any nasty emails. That you said it was a four last time, and you gave you took away half a star. Well, you you bet I did. If I did, <laughs> it'd probably be from Nev Campbell herself. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's still a good movie. We yes. loved it. And yes, yes, yes. So we loved it so much they decided to make a sequel. Yeah, and someone's taken our love of sequels one step too far. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get on with our review of the poetic, the poignant, the oddly snubbed at the Oscars 1997 film Scream 2. So let's listen to that awesome 1997 trailer. Hello? Hello, Sydney. Remember me? What do you want? It's time, girlfriend. Don't you know history repeats itself? Last night, two college students were brutally murdered. Police are everywhere. The girl was stabbed seven times. Ouch! Hi, Gail Weathers, author of The Woodsboro Murders. She's an opportunist. Be kind, she saved our lives. Yeah, I know. I read all about it in the book. I can't wait to see the movie. to do if there is some freaked out psycho they're probably already in your life okay so you just want to sit here and and wait to see who drops next the way i see it someone's out to make a sequel so it's our job to observe the rules of the sequel number one the body count is always bigger number two the death scenes are always much more elaborate how do we find the killer randy that's what i want to know well let's look at the suspects anything am i it's him he can see us do you want to die tonight is that the best you can do why not set your goals higher huh you want to be one of the big boys manson bundy oj favorite scary movie showgirls absolutely frightening all right scream 2 came out i don't know december 1997 that's all i know i forgot to look it up because i suck (laughs) i believe december 12th oh my god i was gonna say that december 12th 2007 the original cast the surviving cast are back in this movie nev campbell jamie kennedy uh courtney cox and david arquette we also, yep, Kevin Williamson wrote again, and Wes Craven is back in the director's chair. This movie came out less than a year after the first movie. First movie was a surprise smash hit. In fact, we forgot to even bring this up in the Scream episode. Scream came out, and it uh, did better the following weeks after it came out. So, like, the more people saw it, the better. Yep. Which is almost like how horror seems to work at the box office doesn't it? Or well, good like, horror works at the box office. It seems like word of mouth gets built and it makes more money over time. Mm-hmm. So, um, we'll do some fun facts. 
Hopefully Joe has some because I don't have my fun facts pulled up. I do have one right now. Robert Rodriguez directed the scenes of Stab, and the movie if within you, the movie. And if you watched Scream 4 when they show the opening to Stab, it says a Robert Rodriguez film. Does it really? Yep. I don't remember that. Yep. Interesting. Uh, what are some other fun facts? Sorry. Trish did not recognize Heather Graham playing Drew Barrymore's Casey Becker character. Do you think that she was deliberately over the top? Heather Graham? Yeah. Absolutely. I would assume so. I would assume so yeah. also, but I wasn't 100%. Sure. The same way Luke Wilson is, like, way underneath God, the bar. And so... later, Luke Wilson plays Skeet Ulrich's character yeah. in Stab. Yeah. And Tori Spelling also. Yeah, Tori Spelling, Who's, of who's great, because she almost seems like she's trying. Right. But, <laughs> but she's not. Yeah. She's are... never coming back. So there's so a... Steve is working on pulling up some there's more There's a fun, fun fact. Facts. I've got one here. Um... The actors who auditioned for the part of Derek were asked to perform that I love you, I think I love you scene. I think that's pretty, that they got a good, if that was the scene that landed the role for Derek, then I understand why, because that's really over the top. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Matthew Lillard has a cameo. There you go. Sarah Michelle Geller agreed to the movie without even reading the script. Nice. Um, She's down. Yep. I think I could be wrong. I don't know. If, I've never. She's seen down this. to fuck with this. I've never actually seen this in trivia, but I swear to God, when this movie was first announced, it was or uh, it was called Scream Again. I don't know if that's actually true or not. But when I was in high school, I took a film class where I had to shoot a movie, and my movie was called Scream Again. And I ran around a high school in the Scream costume with a knife, which totally wouldn't happen. Nowadays, but no, no, and I never got to see the film. I have the undeveloped film, nice, and that was from fucking almost 20 years ago. So, in the original ending of the movie, but the movie went through several iterations, so I don't know if this is like the original. Original Gail get killed by Cotton Weary, Sydney and Cotton fight to death, and it's possible that Dewey died from his injuries. In the projection room. I love, and it doesn't really come up more. I love that Dewey comes so close to death in every single movie. We'll talk about it more in the third one, but in that scene in the third one where he throws the knife at his head. It just hits him. I remember seeing that in the theater, and people are just like, oh my god, it's going to happen. And then he gets hit with the butt of the the knife, and everyone just bawled out laughing. That's why they did it in slow motion, probably. They want everyone in the theater to be like, (gasps) but he lived. Some other fun facts. What else happened here? Oh, Hans Zimmer's score got replaced. Yeah. So he was not happy about that. With a much not good score. They referenced 34 different movies in this film. Interesting. Oh, you know what? I think I did bring this up in the Scream podcast, but if nobody wants to listen to it because of the audio, I will bring it up now. There's a scene in the middle of the movie where Randy's uh, talking on the phone with the killer. And he starts spouting out a bunch of... Uh, Serial killer names? Um, no, horror movie names. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he mentions Final Exam, The House in Sorority Row, Graduation Day, Splatter University. I After I saw this movie, I was like, I'm going to fucking go see every one of those movies. I'm going to find them somewhere. And I own every one of those movies. Nice. <laughs> Committed to that. Yeah. I actually owned most of them on VHS, too. I bought them in fucking uh, pawn shops in... Uh, 
Wes Craven's Nashville. in this film. I Wes Craven. You know what? I've never been able to see it. Find He's him a man in, this... in the background in the hospital. Yeah, but I've never. They claim Matthew Lillard's in it too, but. Yeah, you're right. I guess Matthew Lillard is like he, some blurry dude. Wes Craven's cameo in the first and the third one are much more like in your face. Obvious, yeah. yeah but I've never actually seen him in the background in, in the second Something one. Something else interesting? Yeah, I guess this is interesting, right? Wes Craven had to submit eight different cuts to get an R rating. Yeah, that that shit doesn't happen anymore. I didn't think this but, one was as violent as the first one either. No. It's, it's definitely not as violent no. as the fourth one. No, no. Oh, the fourth one is definitely the most violent yeah. of the all the movies. The most violent scene in this one is like the car crash scene, I would think. Because you get the oh, pole yeah. that goes through the cop. Well, I yeah. guess we won't ruin it. Yeah. Well, Siskel and Ebert liked this movie, surprisingly, because they are notorious for hating horror movies. Yes, they are. But I think they liked the first one, too. That, I don't know if I'm 100% not mistaken. sure on that one. I can't say for sure, but I'm pretty sure. This movie also grossed over 100 mil. Million. In case you didn't know. That's what it means. <laughs> uh, what's her face? Rebecca Gayhart is in this movie also. Small right. part. But she auditioned for the first one. And then was in a Scream ripoff. No, oh, Urban Legend. Urban Legend. <laughs> I was like, what the hell are you talking about? As is Joshua Jackson, who has a little role in Scream 2. Um... Role that he plays is the role of Pacey. Joshua Jackson, or is that his? Oh, Pacey's the character in Dawson's, Dawson's Creek. Creek which I, I missed Kevin I, Williamson. I misread this. I'm sorry. Oh my god! What? What? Who did he play? We've already established at the beginning in the Scream one that I did watch Dawson's Creek. <laughs> who? Play, who did he play? In he Scream just plays too? like a uh, a fucking film school student, like oh, in that class yeah. or whatever, where they're just like, they, talking about sequels that are. Where they misquote aliens? Yeah. Uh, get away from her, you bitch. I believe the line is stay away from her, bitch. It's it's film class, class right? right? But he's wrong. Aliens. is like, you got a hard on for Cameron. I yeah. love, that's a great scene. Because I went to film school, and I never took a class where you sit there and fucking just talk about sequels. Like, no, I took a film class, too, and we never just sat around and got to bullshit about movies ever. No. You, film class is the most one of the most boring fucking classes sometimes you I remember it depends what they're talking about I guess about. and it does depend on the teacher but the one I was in was boring I I love the the process of filmmaking what broadcasting I broadcasting class in high school was awesome what but. I don't like is I cannot stand talking about lighting no it is the most boring thing I could but it's one of the most important I know. things at the same time. I'm not time, saying it's not so important, like, but I just don't. I'm not a cinematographer, and I don't want to be a cinematographer. That's why you hire those people. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I need it to look like this. Go do your job. Right, exactly. Um, I think it's good enough for fun facts. I don't want to spend too much more time with Dead Air. It's a fun movie. Yeah. We'll come up with more, I'm sure, as the movie as goes along. Go. Reese yeah. Witherspoon and Alicia Silverstone were both considered for Sharon Michelle Geller's role. Yeah. Hmm. All right, so let's get into the movie. Movie starts with two people cameos by Jada Pinkett Smith, who might have been Jada Pinkett at that point. She and was Jada Pinkett Smith. At that was point. she? Yes. Okay. And I can Omar Epps. Omar Epps. Yeah. <clears throat> so they're going to see Stab, which is the movie based on the events in Scream, and they're going to a free screening. But um, a Maureen, that's her name. Right. She doesn't want to go to the movie. She'd rather go see... That's Sandra Bullock shit down yeah. the street. <laughs> but he's like, hey, this is... He's like, no one wants to pay $7 for no Sandra Bullock shit. Unless she naked. Unless she naked. Yeah. I don't 
I remember that whole beginning of the movie. Yeah. Where she's like, it's a bunch of dumb-ass white girls doing a bunch of dumb-ass white shit, getting their dumb asses cut the fuck up. I hate Jada Pinkett Smith. Just Do you? I cannot stand her. I just, I don't know. That's just my opinion. I don't like her. I have no opinion on her. Yeah. I like Omar Epps. Yeah, he's fine. So, um... They, they they establish that they got the tickets for free and they they'd rather go see this movie so whatever so they go into the movie they get uh, uh, the ghost face costume Costumes. for free as they're right. walking in because it's promotional from the so studio so every motherfucker has one on yep and th- that's important because of what happened God the beginning of this movie is so awesome dude mm-hmm. like it's not as good as the first no one, but, but in terms of like horror movie beginning mm-hmm. it's Better than insinuating that Michael raped his niece and gave birth to a baby. They're walking in, (laughs) and they're getting these free costumes, and you you can see behind them, there's, like, hoodlums, like, running around with a knife. Like, people are wearing the mask. It's a madhouse. It's a free screening. And And they're all having a good time because it's a horror movie. Yeah, and it's a big release, and, like, everyone was excited. You could tell. Although, the one one thing I do like, and it's later on in the scene is when she's getting the snacks and shit, and you hear the people behind her yeah. who are like the stream of consciousness in the theater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but at the same time, that scene also, I, it always bugs me because she goes and she's like, can I get a, a small Diet Pepsi? And the cup they give her is bigger than this. Like well, it's theater size. It's I have never seen a small... Go to Wendy's. They give like, you a huge small. Th- this thing is clearly... I want to see the large. Yeah, right. <laughs> a gallon. Do you need a fucking dolly to bring <laughs> <Yeah>. it in? <laughs> So, then, keg. <laughs> so what is it? They go sit down, and then what, Omar Epps has to go piss, I think, right? No, she goes to get... F- oh, no, yeah. They get the snacks, they no, go no, sit no, down. No, 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 she goes to get the snacks, because then That's he right, yeah. fucking scares her yep. and shit before they go in with, like, the mask, like, oh! Yeah. And she's like, oh, don't be playing. Uh, yeah, so he scares her, and she she goes back in the theater. She Actually, she says... Or he says, let's go see the Sandra Bullock movie. And she's like, no, the movie's already started. So right there, you're just like, fucking leave. You almost survived. You had had your chance. Uh, So she goes back, and he's like, I got to go piss. So he goes off into the the bathroom. But there's people at the stalls who oddly just, like, both look back at him while they're wearing the costume. And unfortunately, they're not doing the horse race thing like they were in Scary Movie. (laughs) Yes, because Scary Movie, again, we mentioned it. It will get referenced. Especially this scene, because he goes in there and he hears what sounds like two people getting it on in the next stall. I always thought it was a kid crying. I, it sounded like it was a girl no, giggling. No, like moaning or yeah. laughing. Doesn't the yeah. kid, dude, it says something like, I won't do it again, Mom. I don't think so. Yeah, I swear it no, does. No, that's not how I heard this it. This is what happens when you don't watch the movie before you. Yeah, because we I did. <laughs> I think I'm right. Burnt up. Joe's burnt up. If you, okay. hey, hey, prove us wrong. Prove us wrong. <laughs> well, we prove can't us wrong, right children. <laughs> prove us wrong. He hears something. Yeah. It's so disputed he, what he hears, but so he hears something. It's disputed by many. <laughs> so, now, let me just point this out. When I'm in a bathroom and I hear something in the next stall, my first reaction is not to put my ear up against the wall. I'm just like, like no, what? this person's like shitting. No, I, we had a buddy fall to the floor a couple weeks ago inside a bathroom stall at a concert, and I left, and I was like, nope, not opening that stall. I'm leaving, getting, getting people to get them out. Yeah. <laughs> so, he puts his ear up against the because he thinks that, there's people getting it on. He's just like, oh, what's going on in here? <laughs> then a dick comes through the wall. Oh, wrong no, movie. wrong movie. <laughs> uh, 
Now this is one of the. I more... was about to be like, that's not what happens. <laughs> now this is one of the the more implausible deaths in one of the screen movies is the fact that the killer knows exactly. First of all, he knows that he put his head up against the wall, and, and second, it... he knows exactly where it is. Yeah. Because he stabs him through the other side of the wall and it goes directly into his fucking ear. And it's not like right. he was giggling, yeah. giving his position away. And who was that giggling then? Was it? Was it was it, the killer. Was it the? Oh, I won't give it away yet who the killer is. So he's dead. He holds his, you know, he holds on to it and he falls to the ground. Can't believe what happened to him. Yeah. But at the same time, this always bugged me too. He falls to the ground and then the two people that were at the urinal, I guess because they're wearing masks, they didn't see out of their periffs. I'm like, yeah, periffs. No, they walk out when, because the killer stands up against the wall and waits for them to walk out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Because he has to take his jacket. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so the killer the killer shows back up, but he's wearing the mask. So right. Jada Pinkett thinks that it's uh it's Omar it's Phil fucking around. Yeah, again. And uh, she's watching the movie. This movie's fucking awful. It's just like it's so over the top. Bad. Yeah, uh, it's just like a parody of the opening to Scream, but starring with, Heather Graham. Starring Heather Graham, and with one of this terrible line, which is like, you know, I don't even know you, but I dislike you already. Already. Yeah. Oh yeah, and she hangs up the phone. <laughs> yeah. So Jada Pinkett's even her I'm, face is over the top in yeah. it, like like her like facial expressions. Heather Graham, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a little racist, but um, Jada Pinkett's oh, doing nice. doing the black woman thing. She's talking to the screen. And, yeah, well, no, doesn't don't do that. Doesn't the beginning of this movie kind of shatter that in a way where they're always saying, "Oh, black people are the first people to die in a horror movie," and it's like, yeah, kind of. Both of them. Yeah. Uh, so. She goes to grab onto him because she's scared of what's going on, and then she realizes there's blood all over his jacket. The killer, however, is very much enjoying this scene in the movie. <laughs> Which would be weird because if it's who I if it's who I think it is, you would be like, why would she be enjoying that? Because we're assuming right now she's that wa- it's the we don't know who it is, <laughs> and we're assuming it's the other one. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> that makes more sense. Anyway, I gotta go to the Scream Kill List uh, website. We'll, we'll, we'll confirm this. So while he's doing that, she realizes there's blood in his coat. As soon as the killer realizes that, he pulls a knife and stabs her in the stomach, and she does her Jada Pinkett acting. Oh, oh she! Oh my God! When she, she does her runs, Jada Pinkett when she acting. goes all the way up to the front of the stage and collapses, and the way she arches her body, I think it's she's like, a dude, terrible act. That was like, terrible. It was. I thought it was almost like on purpose. But at the same time, I get why she gets up on the stage because she, she wants knows someone to see her. That that and the fact that everyone's wearing masks, and once they see her, they start taking their masks off. Well, yeah, because they're gonna be like, "What the fuck's going on?" Right. Yeah. But then whatever. Not the killer. Yeah. All right. So. so they have it on this one, but I guess we we'll wait till the killer gets till we say who it is. Let's just give it away because we can't have any fun with it unless. We All right, for it. sure. So the killer is Billy Loomis's mother, and. Uh, Film student, film Mickey. student Mickey, <laughs> who they claim Mickey, Mickey, the freaky Tarantino film student. Yeah, so they claim that Mickey kills both Marine and Phil. On See, this website. the reason I was going to say I thought it was, but bad. I think that she helped because I think that's the noises you that's, hear. In the that's why, because I like, is he capable of making it sound like a woman or a child? See, <laughs> well, I don't know. His voice is pretty high pitched. No, it's not. It's Timothy. Oliphant. Well, Timmy Olyphant. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that she helped with it. All right, so uh, they're both killed. That's the beginning of the movie. Scream 2. Whoosh. 
And then, oh, whoa, this could be a lucky day in hell. Well, that's a song. <laughs> I love it when you guys sing to me. Um, so we meet up with Sydney. She's at Windsor College. She's yes. awoken by a phone call that could be Ghostface. A sinister phone call. And he's just like asking her all the classic scream. And he's like, she says something like, he says something like, you don't know who this is or who am I or something. She gets the. And she's got caller ID. And it's Corey Gillis. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. And he stays in the and phone then long reads enough to off, say all of that. Doesn't she read off the penal code yep. to him about prank phone calls? And then, and then he hangs up. Yeah. And then she's like, mm, I hope you enjoyed the premiere, Corey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then we meet up with her roommate, whose name is Haley. Yes. Yeah, Haley. Um, and the Freddy Krueger sweat, sweater that's in her closet. Right. And they're just talking about the phone call and everything. And then... Uh, then someone pops in and is just like, Turn She on runs the in news. and she's like, Have you seen the news? I'm surprised that fat girl can run that bit. Not nah, to be so fat. mean. Yes, she was, wasn't she? No. I swear she was. I think you're thinking of a different movie. Maybe I'm thinking of a scary movie, too. <laughs> Maybe the, the. Oh, horsey. You scared me. Yeah, too. that might be what I'm thinking of. <laughs> so they watch the news and they see that the two people were killed at the stab premiere. Right. And I think you also see Cotton Weary on the talk show. I think they, yeah, because isn't she flipping stations yeah. through and you see Cotton Weary, then you see the murder thing. It's something like or, that. Or you see the murder thing and then they change the channel and it's Cotton right. Weary. I can't remember. Cotton Weary has. We do get Cotton Weary established. Yes, and he has become a money hungry. Yeah. He just wants the, he's attention, he's attention. Right, he wants that, uh, what does he want? Diane, Diane Sawyer. Sawyer. <laughs> Fuck Gail Weathers. Um, so yeah, he's on some talk show that he's being interviewed for. So then she goes, she wants to find Randy. After finding out about the killings, Randy's in this film class that, where apparently these film students don't get their fucking facts straight. So they don't actually talk about technical film stuff either, like a film class. Would. Yeah, they're just talking about uh, sequels, and then they're like, "Well, what's the best sequel?" Well, doesn't the teacher kind of make it clear that with light of the events or something, that's why they're talking? It's something like could that. be, I but they, the the class is called film theory, which I wish I could have taken in college, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, they're talking about how what sequel has surpassed its original, and they they name off some pretty good sequels that surpass the original: Terminator Two, Aliens. House 2 is the second story. Uh, yeah. That was a joke. They do say that, but... Terminator... <laughs> yeah, certainly Judgment Day is better. It is. That's another podcast for another time, I guess. Uh, and the then first Terminator is great, though. And then the uh, the one that they like totally beat everyone out with, which is The Godfather. The Godfather part, part Which I have not seen the second one. I... Eh, I saw the first one. I don't get why everyone thinks it's so Thank great. You. I think it's fine. It's a good movie. I think it's a whatever. Yeah, I don't I mean, maybe maybe at the time, but that's, that's a what di- I, I. That's a different podcast for a different time. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're just going off about that. We see Sarah Michelle Gellar and I guess Joshua, Joshua Jackson. We also meet Timothy Oliphant for the right. first time in Mickey. this scene. Mickey, the freaky Tarantino films. I'm gonna say that all the time. <laughs> uh, and then they ask Randy in the film class what he would do different. And he would let the nerd get yeah, the girl. And let the geek get the girl. That's what, I, that's what I'd do, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they go off, and Randy does, for some reason, an English accent for a little while. And, well, uh, people get killed these days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we meet up with Jerry O'Connell's character, whose name is Rick? Is that no, Rick? Derek. Derek. That was close. Clear. <laughs> 
Uh, and he is Sydney's boyfriend and poor Randy. Even after Not all really the good. events of the first movie, he still can't get with Sydney. Nope. <laughs> so uh, he shows up and he's uh, he climbs over the side of the. the he's porch. cool like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they they. They take off and um, or no? Is that when they they meet? They find Gale. They're talking at like no, nah, yeah, right. No way. Are they talking at the fucking like promenade thing or whatever? Yeah, that's where they Dewey are. shows they, up. Cause no, that's yeah. That, no, they 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 find doesn't Gale Sydney, first. No, doesn't Sydney see Dewey off in the distance? No, they find first? it's it's after Gale because they see Gale from a distance, and then she sees Dewey. Uh, after oh yeah, because she's like, oh my god, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. And then they they all kind of meet up together, uh, Haley and Timothy, Timothy Oliphant, and uh, all of them. They all meet up together and they see the news coverage. Right. And then we see we see Gail and her new red hair and her calf implants. Nice streaks. Right. <laughs> That's and, later. <laughs> it's at the end of this scene when they're leaving. Yeah, it is. Right. Actually, what, no, after you're right. Dewey. Uh, and there, uh, it's clear that. Uh, Gail is doing her Gail thing, you know. Somebody die, Gail comes running, and she trots Cotton Weary out. Yes, uh, that's a little bit later. I think. Is it? Yeah, it's. The, I think it's within the same scene, but it's a little I think, bit later. You know, yeah, you're right. Again, when they first meet up, they're far away from each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, so she's. Uh, they're doing a press conference with the uh, the sheriff, I guess. Yeah. Who is? And, uh, is it David Arquette's dad? I think you're right. Yeah. Um, so she's, you know, doing her, uh, Q and a type thing with him and, uh, asking all these different questions. And then, uh, then I think is when do right. they, oh, well they meet up with the sorority sisters, Rebecca Gayhart and Portia de Rossi. Rossi yes. Um, and who they, want them to pledge. Yeah. And it's clear that Sydney doesn't give a shit, but Haley wants to pledge. Right. Yeah. So um, then she meets up with Dewey, and he's just for some reason just randomly under a tree, like he's like looking, looking around lost. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did I wind up here? Pondering, <laughs> Officer Doofy reporting for duty. Yeah. How did I end up here? <laughs> That's good. So, so uh, yeah, they they meet back up. Uh, what uh, Sydney's happy to see him, and uh, he's got his whole. Uh, his new his new walk because he was stabbed in the back. Yeah, and his nerve damage, severed nerve. Yeah, so he's got a limp. Yeah, um, all badasses have a limp. Yeah, so he's there. He tells Sydney that he's there to protect her, um, and whatever. And then, um, and then I think the scene is. No, wait a minute. I think he does meet up with Cotton Weary first, because that's the scene where. Uh, uh, they're with the sorority sisters, I thought, and she springs Cotton Weary on them, and, uh... Well, I I know that Gail is there in that one, and I don't think... Well, Derek's at the in the next scene when um but i th- i think well, no, they, she springs the interview on because she's like cotton what are you and doing i think here? that's i think that's actually before she meets up with dewey i think it is too yeah and that's when the, that's when she doesn't she punch gail again yes and then harder this time because <laughs> everything's you, better in a sequel did you get that on film yes i got that on film oh yeah because dwayne martin he's <laughs> the cameraman yeah because yeah. uh, elise neal yeah Haley asks him that shit yeah yeah uh 
And then I think she meets up with Dewey. Right. Right. Okay, I got that mixed up. So, yeah, Dewey's there to protect her and try to figure He came on, out. like, the first plane out or something yeah. like that, he said. Yeah, so he's clearly... He, he comes off as, like, the father figure for Sydney, like... The bigger, the big oh, brother. Yeah, big yeah. brother. Um, Not like Doofy in Scary Movie, who is the killer. Who fucks a vacuum cleaner. Who yeah. throws an ice pack at her. It's right in the face. <laughs> yeah, that movie is so great. Uh, <laughs> um, so I'll get you one for your head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough. <laughs> All right. Um, now I'm stuck. They... Uh, it, it, isn't it a quick cut to like uh, they're getting they're ready to go to a party house. and then they go yeah. they show Sarah Michelle Geller? Okay, yeah, next. probably. And that's a great. Or no, scene. no, there's a no, there's not. We are wrong again. <laughs> we we get this. Dewey and Courtney Cox having their confrontation, where Dewey tells her there's a cold storage shed where your heart should be. Yeah, and then oh, as yeah, he walks yeah, away, he and goes. By got, the way, and this is all nice streaks. Yeah, and this is also where and it, it continues on into Scream Four where he memorizes her book and what pages stuff oh yeah oh they, when right, she talked about him yeah because she trashes him in the book yeah right? he's got he's butthurt because he like loves her page yeah. 26 or whatever yeah. fucking and page, I, yeah. I love that but i'm just like and they continue on in in scream four because uh sydney writes a book in scream four and he starts quoting it just like that in that movie uh, but except that he, she's not bashing the shit out of him can you imagine the scary movie book where it's like doofy fucked vacuum cleaner <laughs> Page 42. No. So, yeah, I guess it's the Sarah Michelle Gellar, which is one of my more favorite scenes in the movie, and I'll explain why when we get to the end of the scene. Um, but in this scene, we get um, a nice little reference to Nosferatu. If you guys have ever seen the original Nosferatu. Is that what she's watching? She, that's one of the things she flips to, which I, which begs the question, what channel is showing the original Nosferatu? Well, yeah, but horror <laughs> movies are always notorious for doing that shit. Where, like, if someone's watching TV and, and they flip stations, you see it all the time. Yeah. They've been doing it since Halloween. But with uh, with Nosferatu, the reason, the reason I bring it up is because um, Wes Craven actually, like, referenced Nosferatu in New Nightmare. With the uh, when Freddy first comes into the real world and his claw, you see the shadow of the claw on the wall. That's a reference to Nosferatu. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that was kind of a neat little nod to put in there. Um, Sarah Michelle Gellar plays kind of like, and I hate to say it, but kind of plays like the airheaded, yeah. <laughs> sorority girl. She's sober sister. She's yeah, sober sister. Sober yep. sister. And uh, Marisol Nichols is in this scene. Um, who is Audrey in Vacation? Vegas Vacation, I mean. Is she on the other side of the phone? She's the one who shows up. Uh, she's the... there. She's just got to change her outfit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then right, she right, dips right, right, again right. real quick. Right. Um, so, yeah, she's talking to her friend. Then she fl- she gets another call. It's the killer pretending to be her boyfriend. Uh, she gets she flips back to her friend. She's like, I got to go. He's uh, Ted's in the phone. He sounds drunk. So yeah. she she flips yeah. back and she's like, "All right, Ted, are you loaded?" And he's like, "Who's Ted?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm loaded, all right. <laughs> it's just it's just like it's just like the whole uh, maybe that's because I'm not Randy, right? Yeah, this is an old game. Yeah. So uh, he starts saying crazy things and she's about to hang up and he's like, "Do you want to die tonight, CC?" That scenes in Halloween H two O when they're watching Scream two. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um. So the the other girl whose name I have no idea, Marisol Nichols' character, she shows up and she's just like changing or something like that, and she answers the phone and it's the killer and he's like, asking it's Ted. for, yeah, tell her it's Ted, yeah. 
So she, uh, she and he, and the last thing she says is, don't forget to set the alarm. Don't she, set the alarm. Yeah, yeah. she picks up the phone. He's like, don't forget to set the And you see him run in behind them. Really? Yeah. I never noticed that. Yeah, there's a scene where they're talking, and in the background you see him run in from outside. No shit. Yep. Yeah. So um, she I goes to... I can't I never see, noticed You that can before. see him coming, yeah. So he, she goes to set the alarm, but he's already in the house. He attacks her, chases her, chases her up the stairs. So did she have a chance to leave with that girl, you think? Probably. Yeah. Well, actually, I forgot. She also tries to call campus security, but she can't get through. A couple cause times. Because she's out on the porch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, that's the shit. Because it starts breaking up like, yeah, remember, it starts breaking up like crazy. Yeah. If you were worried about a home invasion, why would you... Stay there? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I know. don't know. It's a horror it's movie. It's a horror movie. It's a horror movie and it's a white girl. What do you yeah, expect? she's going to yeah. die. She's going to die very that, soon. Which just brings me back to scary movie. Black entertainment television. White people are dead. We're getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but Cece puts up a fight. Yeah, she does. But here's the part where that I love so much. I honestly think that this death scene is the most realistic death scene in all four of the movies. She gets thrown through the window, fine. Then she gets stabbed in the back twice. And it, it's on camera. Like, you see the knife yeah, go yeah, in and come back it, out. Yeah. And the way she reacts, I totally fucking buy that she was just stabbed in the back twice. It's actually a, 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 a scene that actually, like, makes me uneasy. Yeah. Because I'm just like, fuck, that looks real. I mean, yeah. I, obviously, I know Sarah Michelle Gellar's not dead. <laughs> well, she had a, was she would have died twice this year, because I know what she did last summer came out the same year. Yep. So. <laughs> Written by Kevin Williams. And then she was slaying vampires. She so. was doing that before this movie. Cause that oh, was yeah, that's same, right. Yeah. I think this movie this movie came out in December and Buffy had started earlier in the year. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, she gets thrown off the roof too. So she gets thrown through a window, stabbed and twice. You hear in the back. it like smack. Yeah. You hear her yeah. smack the ground. And then I think, oh no, no, they do that in the first movie too. I was going to say I thought this was the first time he. I think it the, is the blade off. No, he does it in the first. He does movie. after he he kills. Oh Billy, yeah, 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 you're right. He wipes you're right. the yeah. Yes, you're right. Um, so then we go to the sorority. That's party. when the Everclear song kicks in too. Just saying. Yeah. We go to the uh, sorority party, and uh, they're all having a good time. This is a, another nerdy moment that I have where I'm just like, you're fucking wrong. Where he's just like, Empire Strikes Back. He's like, it's a better movie, blah, blah, blah. He's like, not a sequel, part of a trilogy, entirely planned from the beginning. I'm like, it's still, still, That's a, still sequel. a sequel. though. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, quick aside. <laughs> Empire is better than A New Hope. We're in agreement, or yeah. we're not. Yes, but yeah. what about... Okay, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's actually one of my favorite movies of all time. Empire's so good. Yeah. But we digress. And then Haley just chimes in. I like uh, I like the uh, little furry things. Yeah, the Ewoks, no, they blow. No, yeah. <laughs> they don't... I, They don't entirely blow. Yeah, they do. Oh, come on! <laughs> when you were a kid, you liked them. I saw that movie when I was... 13, so oh, so you really, hated him. You probably yeah. wanted to kill him yourself. I didn't <laughs> want to kill them, but I'm just like, why does this movie not feel like? I just want to throw ones? some of those rocks at him. That Remember that one, that one part where the one dies and the other one thinks, yeah. he's like, come on, we gotta go, dude. That's oh. always my favorite scene. So those must be some fucking magical rocks on that planet too, because it takes down a walker and ta- yeah. like it, they wreck house with those rocks. <laughs> But we digress. I, I actually <laughs> saw those scenes first in, on Muppet Babies before I ever even saw Star Wars. Hmm. So, just wanted to point that out. Funny. Anyway, um, so... Uh, so also... I, quick, I, love, I love the part in this. Just a quick thing. Uh, this thing claims that Mickey is solely responsible for Cece. I get that. 
And I think they claim that they used to date. What is the point? What was the point of killing her? I think they used to oh, date. Oh, because they're, re- re- they're redoing Woodsboro. Okay. Right. Yeah. And this movie also, was opening and like. There's all. Well, it comes up a little bit later, I think. In what the movie. They need her yeah. a seat. Yeah. yeah. But then they don't follow through with that. Did you notice that? It's like, oh, they're recreating Woodsboro and then they just give up. Yeah. I. Yeah. I noticed. <laughs> so, um. And they do the same thing in the third one where they're just like, oh, they're killing the people the way they died. Well, in the I script. think what they meant was like they were trying to recreate the first murders that kicked off. I guess everything where it's like Phil. They should have, you know. I think once you're on a murdering spree, like you have to start killing people that get in your way, and that might screw up your order. Yeah, they should have made. You know yeah, but I mean? CC did. Do, I think. Well, because Mickey was killed him. Well, uh, it's Mickey that killed her. Right. So, like, I think. Either they used to date, I forget the reason. I tend to think it's because she was a bitch to him in film theory. It could be. Cause, oh, yeah, because she's the one who's just like, you've got a hard on for Cameron. She show, and he the showed look, her his hard on for Cameron. And then the look he gives her. No, he's like, I'm going to kill yeah, you, later, bitch. Uh, you're right. I never really put I do have a hard on. I'm going to kill you later. You're right. I do have a hard on for Cameron. I'm going to fucking just, kill you. I think it would have been great if she if he, if she had been like, oh, you got a hard on for Cameron. He's like, how can you tell? <laughs> do I? I only have a I half. I thought I was hiding it really well. I only have a half chubby. For James Cameron, mm. so you can. Keep I, I used to have a hard on. For, you can keep for, Avatar and yeah, Avatar, Titanic and the Abyss, and all Fuck that. You. Pretty much anything. Titanic's a great movie. Pretty much anything after True Lies, I'm good on. Mm. Titanic's great. Yeah. Another podcast for another time. Guess what movie we're doing on the other podcast? Uh, Titanic. I might wind up liking it now that I've gotten older and yeah. more sensitive in my. I'll be a little bit a little bit uh, nicer with my picks on those movies because that's a three-hour movie. So anyway, I digress. So we're at a party. So we're now. at the sorority party, and uh, the two sorority sisters come up, and I love this line because she's just like, "Hi, Sydney." No, really, I mean that. Hi. Hi. <laughs> and people think sororities are all about blowjobs, right, or sex? I forget which one they say. I think blowjobs. The sorority sisters, yeah. Yeah. But it's We're all clear. about what? Like, safe? Yeah, because it's like you could have sex and, like, they're not getting STDs or pregnant. Like, yeah. No, condoms. I think they're actually advocating condoms. Something like that. Then all of a sudden the party just kind of... Starts breaking up like, because, the, breaks up because of CeCe's death. Is that why? Yeah, because they come over and they're like, something's going on at the Omega Beta Zeta house. I fucked that up. Omega Beta Zeta house. Because she says it like 14 times in the movie. She's and like, she says Omega Beta Zeta. You're right, and then they all dip and leave Sydney, who for some reason chooses to answer a phone to, in a yeah. house she doesn't live at. Right. Fucking rude. <laughs> and uh, who is it? Oh, it's the killer. Duh. It's time, girlfriend. <laughs> She knows who it is, too, this time. It yeah. ain't no prank call. Right. She's like, why don't you show yourself, you fucking coward? Does he say glad to or gladly? Something, Something like, like that. Something like that. And he tries Pops to attack out. her. And uh, Jerry O'Connell, who's like five feet away from her outside on the porch, he's like, didn't realize the door. Somebody he takes like the three door. times to look. Like, what? oh, shit, she's getting attacked. I guess I'll go help. So he tries to open the door, and the killer stabs through the door. And, and Jerry O'Connell's like, <gasps> Uh, Even though he's like five feet away. I think one thing that we have established about the killer in this one is that they are very adept at stabbing through things that they don't see through. They must have like a They must have some sort of ESP about that. They should make a movie about that. Why was Mickey able to stab Omar Epps through the bathroom wall so easily? Right in his head. I don't know. (laughs) Conspiracy. We'll have to ask Kevin Smith. (laughs) When he's on the show? Yeah. Promoting family video (laughs) and movie pass. (laughs) All right, so um, 
There's a chase and Derek gets cut. He gets cut. He gets his little cut on his and arm. And he's like laying there like a bitch. Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's got, like basketball. He you went know, like, that way. <laughs> yeah, he went that and way. And you almost have to believe that since we've already said who the killers are, that this one is Debbie Salt, which is, you know, Laurie Metcalf. And I tend to believe that because the, the cut is really weak. Kind of cut. It didn't. And it's it's just, not a stab. It's a slice. Wait, what are you saying? A woman can't. No, I'm saying that it's just meant to scare. Not, not a man. I that's think, a foot taller than I her. I think that she's that her motive in this one right now is to scare. That she's out there in the mix. plus. She was trying to get Sydney. So right. I I totally get that. Um. So <laughs> don't you love Dewey's run? When he's running into the house because he's oh, got he's that limp. In there. Yeah. Uh, 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 he's like hopping. Like hobbling. In there. That yeah. run is just hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then they go and interview. Uh, they're at the hospital. Yeah, and this is, I guess, is where Wes Craven's cameo is, but I just don't, I don't see I don't know. it. Yeah, neither do I. Then they're interviewing Jerry Ocado, who gives, like, the, like, I'm not guilty, but I'm totally guilty. Yeah. Like, you guys just missed him. And they Dewey disappeared. And, and Dewey's just like, yeah, how convenient. Remember, he says, like, that's because you guys got him, because he disappeared. Like, <laughs> um, and then this is also where Timothy Oliphant talks to Sydney about how Derek's a good guy and right. she shouldn't be worried about him and all this other stuff. But doesn't she? He drops like some sort of like red herring hint that it could be him. I it's something like, oh, we're just lucky that he wasn't hurt, yeah. or some weird thing, right? Yeah, something. Yeah. They, they, that is what they say. Luckily, no nerve damage or anything. Something like that. Like, pl- yeah, avoided all major arteries. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, next scene. Is when they, they're starting to piece together who it could be. Gail and Dewey. At the police station. Right, and yeah. that's when they do the name connection yes. thing. They have them all I up love, on the board. I love Which this. makes you have to think that the script did go through a ton of iterations. Probably. It's like, yeah, this- Especially after the first movie. Like I'm sure they spent a shit ton of time. Making sure that this movie, like, nobody could figure out who the killer was. And all yeah, that. right. Um, but I love the way the sheriff, when he writes the names, he's like, Maureen, uh, Maureen Evans, Phil Stevens, and he's like, C.C. Cooper. <laughs> Is C.C. the girl's real name? Oh, no, it's, it's Casey. Casey. Casey Cooper, as in Casey Becker. Yeah, all of a sudden, Gail's a fucking sleuth and shit. Just like her boyfriend, Stephen Orth. Maureen yeah. Evans, Maureen, Maureen Prescott. Prescott. Someone's recreating Woodsboro. <laughs> That's all we hear of that. Yeah. And then they never bring... Oh, well, they bring it up once. And and here's the probably the biggest red... Not red herring, but the biggest clue that Laurie Metcalf is the killer. Right after that scene, when they go outside, we, we meet... A, well, we don't meet them, I have so read we meet her, they say this. Like, we they meet drop her hints about else. her all the time. We meet her somewhere else, but she shows up outside the police station with a bunch of other reporters. She's the and Gail she's asking, wannabe. She's asking Gail all these questions. Gail can't stand her, but the... the the, the clue that she is the killer is the fact that she's just like, well, I'm just saying if someone's trying to recreate Woodsboro, maybe the, the killer's from Woodsboro. Who told anybody that? that right, they literally recreated? just walked yeah. out of the police station. Exactly. So, like, right there, you should just be like, well, she's the killer. Uh, it looks right. like Gail's detective skills, Lee, like, stay w- in the police station. Yeah. I didn't catch that. I, I never caught it either until maybe a couple of years ago, and I was just like, wait a minute, they just came out of there. I really don't catch any clues on... Yeah, I'm real bad at it, too. But this movie is probably the dumbest one, because, like, Laurie Metcalf... Okay, so you have a bunch of new people, but then Laurie Metcalf's in there. She's probably the most famous out of the group. 
yeah. uh, at that time. So when you maybe Courtney Cox. Well, Courtney Cox was in the first movie. I'm talking about the of the new people. Oh yeah, yeah. She's well, probably the most famous, so she's the killer. Yeah, <laughs> and like, especially when you look. One for would think her, when you bring in a ringer like Laurie Metcalf. Well, look when you look for I'd her like in Jack the movie. In the movie. Like he's the killer. She's got no part like as that reporter. And that's another thing is like there's no development of that character, but she keeps showing up. Of course, she's the killer. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like yeah. you've seen her like three, four times, but she's doing nothing. Why? Okay. So then we cut to are we in the library next. That seems like it's further. I feel like we're in the library next. Isn't there another scene with Cotton, or is that the next one? We no, suck. Di- we, ah, so we suck at this. She, I Wait, think Randy's not dead yet, is he? No, they're outside. No, Randy's not dead yet. I think. Well, we, let's talk before we continue on. Let's talk about the the new cameraman because he's got his own little character development going on. Brothers too. don't last long in these situations. Exactly, Wayne Martin. Yeah, he's like he's excited at first to be her new cameraman, but then he reads her book. Oh yeah, your last cameraman got stabbed. No, got gutted. Yeah, got gutted. She's like, she's like, well, first of all, he didn't get gutted. His throat was slashed. I yeah. made that up. Gutted slash the guy ain't in the union no more. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Um, yeah, so he's great, but he ends up leaving because he's like, I can't handle this anymore. <laughs> Here's the tapes. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Uh, Okay, no, okay, I remember, I remember. They cut to the scene where you see, like, Sydney standing out there and shit with those two, like, Secret Service guys, and she talks to Derek is that for, like, the, a minute. Is that where he sings? No, 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 no it's before there, this. Oh, she yeah, gets yeah, yeah, the security yeah. team, you know, yeah. out there. And, and he goes, when can I get, alo- yeah, right, get a minute I get alone, alone with you? I feel like I can't be alone with you. Right. I'm Jerry O'Connell. And then I... They get a phone call from the killer, and she, they start spazzing and looking for who's got the phone, who's that's, got the phone. That's when Randy's killed. Right. That's a that's a great scene. That's probably the most famous scene in the second movie. Isn't that right outside the police station? No, like that's, those. That's they're in like the common area of the college. Oh. Like the what's the what's the what do you call that? Just the common area. Promenade. Or Promenade. Or I don't know. Uh, no, they are in the library because then they run around looking for that shit. Does that happen before Randy dies? No, I think you're right. I think it ha- no, it happens after. It happened. I think you're right. So we ha- it has to be when Randy's been. Randy's I think it's killed. at the same time then, or something. Or no, was- wait. Did he sing to her before? No, that happened before. So let's just go to that scene because <laughs> that's. I think that's the next scene. All right, we'll kick it off with the singing. So they're in the the cafeteria, and she explains. She talks to Haley about the two security guards, or whatever you want to call them, police officers. And, Didn't uh, we miss? I feel like we missed something. I feel like we. I feel did like too, we missed but... Dewey and Randy in the cafe together. That's fuck. Naming suspects. That's it, like I can't keep the. When you have a straight. and when a horror movie's two hours and ten minutes too, this is, there's so much shit going on in it at one fucking time. Sometimes. Yeah, we. Uh, we're I feel never, like we should have watched. Better. I mean, I watched it last night. We're so bad. Terrible. I'm really bad on like sequences. I get the story in the end, like what happened. I'm gonna be honest. I watched all four of them all at once when I watched the first ones. So. <laughs> you binge. Yeah, I feel like we missed where they're like naming that shit because you see the footage then of Luke Wilson and Tori Spelling as Skeet Ulrich and Drew Barrymore or Nev Campbell. Right? Yeah. He's like, oh, at least they got someone to play you. They got David Schwimmer for me. I just oh, love yeah. how they follow through with the Tori Spelling thing from the first movie. Yeah, that was funny. So then. Cut to that, because Randy's still alive. This is also where we get the rules of the sequel, which we never actually get to hear all of them. No, you Because don't. David Arquette, or Dewey, cuts him off. Yeah. 
So how do we find the killer? That's what I want to know. Well, let's look up the suspects. That's when you get Mickey, the freaky Tarantino film student. Mickey, the freaky Tarantino and then, film student. And then who? And then Randy accuses. Uh, uh, What's what's her fucking roommate's name in it? Uh, Elise Neal's character. Actually, we did miss that scene, but on here it does say that the next scene is the when Randy dies. Yeah, see, so... That was close. So they're guessing who's the killer, and then they're back in the prom, and she has a Secret Service. Yes. We're Secret Service. The detective's with her. So then they get a phone call, right? Well, no, Sydney's not part of that. No. It's just, but so the Derek car. and Sydney are off talking to each other right. there. And then the other ones are off trying to figure out who the killer oh, is. Oh, okay, okay. And right, Randy right. gets the phone call. I just love in this scene because they're, they're trying, Dewey and um, Gail are trying to figure out who's, the, who's calling because he can see them. Yeah, so right. She, and she, and they, they think it's at, somebody that's in the area. So and in 1997, not everybody just, had a cell phone. I just love how they're like, how are we going to find out? Just look for somebody with a cell phone. Well, ni- like it's in 1997, I guess it was I, much I, easier to yeah. pick out someone with a cell now phone, Now you right? just be like, I don't know who the fuck it is, and we're not going to figure it out. No. But Randy goes off with the phone by himself and has a warrant. Yeah, he's trying to distract him. Yeah. And uh, this is when he spots off the the, uh, the list of horror movies, and then he also spots out the, uh, the great line. He's like, you want to be one of the big boys? Manson? Bundy? OJ? Yeah. Oh, and then he starts uh, ragging on... Oh, t- t- I love that one. Stu starts... was a pussy-ass wet rag. And, and Billy, Billy Loomis, Loomis, Billy Loomis, what, what the, the fuck? Yeah. Jesus. I what hope... a rat-looking, rat homo-impressed mama's, mama's boy. boy. Yeah. Such you want to be with the big boys? Yeah. And, and then, then and he's he right gets up pulled into a van. Name. He gets pulled in. He gets into Gail's. Gail's. No, he, yeah, he, but he's pulled into yeah, it by pulled the killer. Into Gail's and this, fan. the death of Randy is pretty much the only one that is confirmed to be uh, Mrs. Loomis. Yeah, she fully she admits ta- to it. Yeah, and she was, he was talking shit about Billy. Right, that's, she admits that he was talking bad about her son Billy, and he got, she got a little stabby. Yeah. And this is also the only death scene in the entire franchise that pissed off a world of I fans. I angry as fuck. Because and it's a everyone, real graphic scene. Too. Yeah. I mean, it's like, like you don't really see much of but it. His but face when they were covered in blood. Yeah. yeah, he like he was like the fan favorite. Oh, Randy was awesome. Yeah, and I was hence even, why I'm sure they made sure he showed up. Yeah, but it's almost like it's just like you know what we're sorry. This is what we. That's can uh, yeah, as a mea culpa. Like please forgive us. Like I know? I honestly expected them. I think there was a rumor when the third one was about to come out that they were going to be like, well, he wasn't really killed. He was in witness protection, and he's going to be back in the third movie. <laughs> And I was like, that would have been really bad. I would have bought really it. Really dumb. Like it. No, really dumb. I would have. I would have been able to look past. Or it was like, just, all right. Or Randy has a twin brother, Mandy. <laughs> well, I. You almost feel like in the third one they thought about that. Like maybe we should speak of the system. Because if they did that, I think people would have just been like, you know what? Right, you're this just is like admitting that you fucked up and that you're trying to fix it. Right. And then, well, when the, you know. They legit did admit they fucked up. Yeah. And they did the best they could without fucking so, up the story. Randy's dead now. Derek has Derek sung his song and given his letters to Sydney. Yep. Which is a big major frat full pawn. The frat brother's going to fuck him up for yeah. that. But yeah. it's tradition. Yeah. 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 It's tradition. So basically then what... So now that's in full effect that they know there's a killer at the school. Mm-hmm. So they get two, some officers... For Sydney, that's when. We just, yeah. Yeah, that's when, they're. Um, so after the murder, aren't of, they in the car all together? Well, what, what's the no? Gail and Dewey discover Randy's body, and they decide that they're going to be the ones to find the killer. And so they come up with the idea that the killer is at every single murder scene. 
right? Mm -hmm. And that the video footage must show the killer at the scene. So they go to that AV room. Mm -hmm. At the same time, Sydney is saying goodbye to Derek to get taken with her roommate to an undisclosed location. Yeah. That's where they're going in the car. Right. Yeah, somewhere safe. Because at the same time, Dewey and Gail are going to look at the uh, yeah, the footage that the, she shot. Yes, yes. That Dwayne Martin shot, because Dwayne Martin's already boned out of town yeah. and shit. So they're watching the footage, right? And they're having their little spark of romance again. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, Gail kind of admits that she you know, shouldn't have written all that shit yeah. about him. It was kind of mean, and it was lies. And, and then I love Dewey, because Dewey is just, like, such a gentleman. Yes. And he's just, like... He was just like, because they see the clip of them talking and how he's kind of going off on her. And he's like, no, I shouldn't have been like that. That was rude. rude. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, I'm not gay, but I'm kind of gay for you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, But then doesn't court. That's the moment, too, where Courtney Cox is like, I didn't shoot that. Uh, Or no, there's a cut. It cuts real fast. And we see. No, we see um, the two people in the beginning, Jada Pinkett. and Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, From a car. Yeah. I didn't shoot this. Yeah. And, and then it cuts and to then CC, we get CC, and then she and then where she's standing on the porch, right? When she's trying to call campus security, right? Yep. And then it shows Randy in the park through the uh, van. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I forgot about that. There's a quick yeah. one. Of Look that. at the fuck you! Right. Oh, I forgot him. Oh, and you'll never get the girl. And that's what. <laughs> fuck you! Oh, he snaps off on you. At least Randy went out kind of like a G. He did. A little bit. He did. In his own G. way. That was one of the most memorable scenes in the franchise, honestly. Yeah, so, yeah I mean, is. he got one of the most memorable. I think, I, think that scene is, I think that scene's just as memorable, if not more memorable, than uh, Rose McGowan's death scene in the first movie. I would still argue, I mean, if we're going to do this real quick, that the most memorable scene like, is still the opening scene of the first oh, movie, absolutely. right? Drew, yeah. It's the most iconic absolutely, scene is the yeah. whole sequence of Drew I, I think you could talk to almost anybody and they know yeah, about still, that the, scene. The like, intro yeah. of the movie, yeah. Even people that haven't seen the movie still mm-hmm. would know that Drew Barrymore's in the beginning of the movie. And gets killed. Yeah. <laughs> just, it's, you know, piece of Americana. Right. <laughs> and then, but while they're back to the sequel, they see the footage is now just a live camera of them in the actual AV room. Well, we forgot that Dewey was holding onto her tit, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so important to bring that up. Maybe he's not as much of a gentleman as you think. He didn't realize he was doing it. Oh, boob. Because he's looking at the camera, too. He's just like, <laughs> Yeah, but then you see the footage of them. Like, it's live footage yeah. of them being and shot they, at the they moment. Look they look up, up and the, the, killers the killers in there. In the projector room. And at the same time, Sydney's being taken to that undisclosed location. And right after that, right after she leaves, uh, Derek is taken by the right. fraternity. You, you gave up your letters. Yeah. Prepare to die. Right? Is that yeah. what they tell him? Yeah, Prepare to die? Like that. And then that's a... They yep. carry him away. And you see Portia de Rossi and Rebecca Gayhart again. Yep. Yeah, and they're like, yay! Woo, we're going to kill him. And it's like, yeah. it's so Greek. And yeah. then and then Rebecca Gayhart was like, I'm going to kill a child on my way to somewhere with my car. Because that's what she did in real life. Mm. Too, too soon? Oh, I was going to say, she didn't say that in the movie. <laughs> Speaking of uh, car accidents... She's the only one in the movie who actually killed somebody. We, uh, I don't know, we might have to cross-reference that. You know... <laughs> So far. Anyways, at a stoplight, the killer comes. All over the place. Well, (laughs) no, remember, uh, Elise Neal's character asks, where are you guys taking us? Yeah. And and the Secret Service, like, you call them Secret Service. The cops are like, if we told you, we'd have to kill you. Don't ask, don't tell. (laughs) Then then you get that. 
The, right? The yeah. Kill, yeah, the killer jumps up outside the car, slashes his throat. And, and this one has to be Mickey. Right? Well, yeah. Probably. And There's not because it's a woman or whatever. He's jumping on the top of the car and, like, kick and, like, does, like, a ninja kick to the guy's face who's, like, a cop and shit. I mean, I would assume it's him. Mm. So, yeah. The, the Also because they run into Debbie right away at the university. So. Yeah. So they, uh... The, the cop takes off. He puts his foot down on the gas right. as he's dying. And the other cop's like, uh, wait a minute. Wasn't one of the cops outside of the... Oh, he gets, uh, he gets he thrown gets out. He gets thrown the, out. That's right, right. The other cop starts driving. That's right. Okay. And uh, then uh, the killer's in the driver's seat at some point. I can't remember how that happened. Gets in. Gets into the accident. The killer is in the driver's seat. Yeah. With, and the other guy's fighting him off. They get in the accident. That cop gets that fucking pipe. Yeah. Like straight through his head. It's Ugh. not so much that; it's the fact that they show the aftermath, Dude, and yeah. he's still alive. Right? A little it's bit. not. It's not the actual pipe that goes. It's the fact that you see like his like lasagna up face, he's and just, he's like, like moving his head, like gurgling. Yeah, and he's like still kind of grasping the gun. Yeah. So then they check if he's dead. And they have to do that real tense scene, right, where they climb over, over the I love, killer. I love when they're like, they're like, "Is the killer dead? I think so. Is he dead? Oh God, um, I hope so." Yeah. <laughs> And um, so they climb over, and yeah, then Sydney in... has to run. She has to, right? She, she says needs, she needs to know she who needs the killer who is. is. Runs back. Well, hold on. They have to get out, so they have to crawl over. Right? The they killer. crawl over. Yeah, the yeah because they're parked. Uh, they're crashed up against the wall. They and can't the, open the doors. And they're, they're in a cop car, so the back doors don't open. Yeah. Right. So they got to climb through the front right over the open? dead guy and the killer. Car. They didn't try hard enough to. Like kick the window. Oh, yeah, no. Kick that bitch yeah. out. <laughs> like, I would have just like, kept scared doing of, it. They were scared of waking him up, but then after been, she accidentally yeah, but you're not, the horn, I would have been like, "Fuck it." Yeah, but no. you can't. He can't get back there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but he could have gotten out of the car and opened the back door. Yeah, but then you, you're out. I guess you'd have you'd, you'd have to fight. You'd, that, yeah, right? you're fighting now. It's always kicking the crotch. That's how you'll yeah. know if it's a man or a woman. So then she has to know. <laughs> she has to know who it is. Yep. So she, she goes, goes back. back. Killer's gone. <gasps> And somehow, impossibly, he is behind Elise Neal yeah. and slits her throat. It's a fucking cartoon. And Sydney just runs away. Which almost begs the question: Were both of them there? Maybe. Well, no, because remember, they right? Run that's into the only Debbie. thing. That's the only thing that like says that that's not true. But I mean, they talk. I mean, I guess in that scene where she says she has to check, they talk for like a couple seconds. I guess that'd be long enough for the guy to yeah I grab guess so. his bear, get his bearings, and like. Slink behind I think he, I think he wasn't knocked out. I think he deliberately let them get out. I think you're oh, probably right. Oh, huh? maybe. Yeah, I think he was just fucking with them. Yep, that could Cause be. Because she check his pulse, right? No, no, she didn't. They barely touched him. No, because you hear him breathing. Yeah. Something That's like what that. it was. She can hear Inside him breathing. Inside the mask, yeah. Right. And then they run back to the fucking campus. And we get to the climax of the movie. Yeah, and for some reason she chooses to run to the auditorium. Wait, did we talk about the library scene where Cotton... His, oh no! They run into yeah. Cotton. That's right, and he's covered. Oh, and that too. But what about the library scene? That's when they're chasing the killer, right? And Dewey gets stabbed. That sounds pretty. That's set. not the library scene. The library scene's earlier in the movie. Oh yeah, I tried to. I we yeah, messed up. We got time. we got mixed up. We that's got mixed when, up again. That's when Cotton shows up in the library and talks about the Diane Sawyer interview. And right. You see, I want my fucking Diane. Fucking Sydney. Diane Sawyer. <laughs> They just play and with then she gets the message sent to her. Well, that's what that's what it. that's how he ends up getting to talk to her. Yeah, and then, then he's considered a suspect because he's in the um, the police station. He's like, "Oh, right. I'm innocent. Is innocent not a word? Like, is that a word we're having a hard time with? Hmm, innocent. I don't know, Chief. 
Unlike Billy, who's like, I didn't kill anybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I still can't believe he did, did that in the first movie. It's so bad. So then, yeah, we run into Cotton, and he's got blood all over. Oh, he do ran we, into do Dewey. Get stabbed Dewey gets too. stabbed yep. again in the back. I'm going to sound, well, do, uh, uh, Gail's in the soundproof room. Right, and she can't warn and Dewey that the killer's right behind him. And uh, then she turns around and witnesses him just getting stabbed up to. She, yeah. oddly enough, runs into both of them. Yeah. She runs into Cotton, and then she runs into Debbie yep. outside. Debbie's just outside in the middle of the night. Which actually perfectly sets up that it could be Cotton and Debbie in a yep. way of like making. And then at the end of the movie, they make you almost think that for a second. Yeah, yeah they, they do. Yeah. Yeah. So for a brief minute. Yeah. So yeah, so she she runs off and calls the police and says, "That's oh, Cotton fucking weary." Oh yeah, that's right. Cotton weary. Thank God that I'm innocent. Like, thank God that happened. I'm yeah. out of here. So yeah, now we get to the climax where it, uh, oh, we also forgot about that theater scene where uh, Sydney is like uh, acting and she's in that troll. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. not really important. It's not really all that. It, all it does is establish that the the boulders that are on the stage are actually boulders. Right, and I think it kind of just shows like her mental. Stage yeah, because she stuff, has a panic attack. Yeah. Although I would think that the killer is actually there. I've always thought that. The well, I thought he might there. be teasing. He, he says something where she was like, "I thought, um, <laughs> I thought Mickey was picking me up." He's she was in uh, Jerry O'Connell's character is like, "Oh, he had to edit. You get me instead." So, so maybe Mickey maybe he missing. was. Maybe I almost Mickey feel like was he there. was. I feel like he was there. Yeah. That no, no, part. that's what I meant. Maybe yeah. that was the reason to so that he could right. show up there. But um, then she goes. Back. Then she goes back to the theater, and um, this is where we meet up with Derek's like tied to a cross. Right, because he's had beer bongs poured down his pants yeah. and like beer he's on, spilled he's out on him. fraternity. He's got paint all over. He's like, Sydney, did you say my what is the author like brothers? No, I said Sydney. Where they and that's where you get right place, wrong time too. Yeah, the song. So she's trying to help him, and then uh, the killer shows up and talks without the fucking voice box. Oh shit! <laughs> and we find out. Hello, Sydney. We find out it's Western Billy. <laughs> I didn't kill anybody, Shara. The freaky Tarantino film. It's Mickey. Dude. And you don't want to know something? I'll be... Okay, so we'll talk about this more in the third one, but I talked to Joe about the third one the other day, and I think it was you who said that when you have to, when a film has to remind you of who the character... Maybe that was my brother. I can't remember. Somebody was like, when the film has to remind you of who the character is, who's the killer, then that's, that's a poorly made film. When they reveal the killer at the end of Scream 3, he's like... Oh, it's my name is so and so, director. And you're like, oh yeah, that's who that was because I completely oh, yeah, forgot yeah, yeah, yeah. who the fuck that was. When Mickey revealed himself in this movie, I forgot who he was the first time I saw it. Because you don't really. Well, see he's that. not in it for a lot. Yeah, after. exactly. Like yeah. after the part, like the hospital. I want it, like, yeah. or the singing scene. Like he's he not kind of fucking yeah. disappears. He's so not like, in the story. So like when he showed up, I'm like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. And I then, can see that. So, but whatever. So we re, we reveal that he's one of the killers. He oh, and this is another death scene that I think is so fucking realistic. When when Derek gets shot in the chest, he gets shot, and then there's just this pause, and then blood comes out. Oh yeah, and yeah, then yeah. she puts her hand over it. I'm like, God damn, that is fucking realistic. It's just like, you know, because she like doesn't like that's the first thing that you think of when someone it's like gets cover hurt. it, yeah, cover, cover it. it. 
You know, when and, you when you scratch your arm, you're you hold yeah. it right away. So and even like on the gunshot, like it's not going to do anything. I think that's a little heartbreaking. Right. You know, like the little tw- twinge of like panic and pain. And and Mickey tries to make her think that Derek is the other killer. Yeah, because he's like he's like oh, he's he playing with her. He disappeared in my ass. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. And he's like, no, no, this is crazy. But then when he gets shot, I think that's when she realizes because he doesn't get shot like when. Billy and Stu were stabbing each injured. other. Yeah. Like, he gets shot in the heart. Like, yeah. he's dead. <laughs> he's he's dead. dead up there now. Yeah. You killed him. So right then and she there, was she never knows. Yeah. 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 So all of a sudden, his body gets lifted up into the rafters. and, and Who, could that, who could that be doing that? Could that be our mystery guest waiting in the wings? Door opens, and who is it? It's Gail. Gail Weather. Which, I actually thought it was Gail. I was like, oh. That was actually the shot. I was like, oh, shit. It's been Gail this whole time. And then what? I love how if no. you really look at her, she's actually shaking her she's head. She's shaking her head. She's shaking her head. No, there's time. someone coming. Because she it, says it. And then it's Roseanne's sister. Well, Nev Campbell says it, because she's like, Gail. That was like, the only thing I knew her from yeah. at that time. I think that's the only thing she was not in at the time. She I think did a she lot probably of stuff, did a, like, she, a lot she, of like, small theater stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, oh, my God, it's Jackie. But it's not Jackie. It's, it's Mrs. It's Debbie Salt, which is such a stupid name. Because Sydney says it right away. That which sounds like I a total don't fake name. Under, uh, Billy's have we, mother. Have we established this I yet? I saw you. Didn't, did Sydney never meet her in the movie? No. Okay, never it's mind. The only person she actually interacts with is Gail. Okay, never mind. I was going to say, because I wouldn't... Wouldn't Sydney Sydney would know her. it right away. Right, cool. She knows right away when she sees her. Right. The only... Like, Gail had seen pictures of her, but this, but was, I've seen, this was how many pounds? This is 50 and, pounds. I had a lot of work later. Which, I just want to point out, I've lost 50 pounds. Do I look that much different? No, but I think that's why they do the plastic <laughs> surgery part, too. Uh, okay. Reinforce. So I need to have plastic surgery. Yeah, there you okay. go. Yeah. Plastic surgery can... But but the plastic surgery didn't change her enough that Sydney didn't recognize her. Well, because Sydney watched it happen, right? Because Sydney explained it to her. Like I think part of that would be that Sydney grew up <coughs> with Billy, too, so you would n- recognize them just more qualities yeah, of the maybe mom. So. Maybe I don't know. Because Gail has no idea. Yeah. So um, so they reveal their uh, their their motives, and the Mickey's motive is he wants to blame the movies in court. He wants to be famous. He wants to be famous, but yeah. he also wants to blame the movies right. in the trial. Because it, it's going to rock. He'll get yeah. Johnny Cochran and the Christian Coalition to pay my he, legal fees, Sid. He is, I think, trying to fill that Matthew Lillard character. Oh, yeah. He's still. absolutely the Matthew Lillard of this group. He does nowhere near Maybe the a job. little more crazy. Oh, yeah. And I love him at the end of the movie. He's just, like, going fucking crazy. Didn't see that coming, Sid. Did ya? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Mickey, there's not going to be a sequel. No, and there's not going to be a trial. Oh, yeah, trial. Yeah, and then she just fucking shoots him and kills him. And then she shoots And then, and then she Mickey reveals her motive. Gail. Yeah. And then, and then uh, uh, Mrs. Loomis reveals her motive, which is just good old plain revenge. old-fashioned revenge. You took my son, you and I can't think of anything more son. appropriate to take you. Yeah. Yeah. So that, and Lori Metcalf, fucking great in that part. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. She should have won the Oscar. Yeah, she was really good in the movie. Yeah, so they have a skirmish. They start fighting, and then... You hear uh, a gunshot, you I hear think, a, right? Mm, you hear something. I don't know if it's a gunshot or not. Oh, maybe it is. Maybe I, he shoots I think he the shoots ceiling. in the air. Either way, Cotton announces his presence that he wants that fucking interview. <laughs> and he does, because he shows up and he's just like... Hey. That's his motive! He's like, he's like, hey, hey, hi. You're not Debbie Salt, are you? 
You're a yeah. You're a no, not, but I can still help you. Cotton. You're not Debbie Salt, are you? He's real like. You'll be the star. He's like twitchy, nervous the whole movie too. Yeah. Like the character. It's clear, especially especially after they kill off Mrs. Loomis and everything's fine, that Cotton Weary is the sweetest person in the world. Yeah. Because like I know he, you feel bad like, for him in the first he's just movie. Like misguided. Like, like, and he like he's like uh, Sydney goes over and she's like he's like give me the gun, Cotton. He's like yeah yeah here here just like I, almost I like he doesn't you. even want to. Yeah, because yeah, like, you find out in the first movie all he was doing was just banging the. Yeah, yeah he's and he's like, yeah. I don't want you to even think the wrong the thing doofy. of me. He was yeah. drunk that night. He's the doofy. Remember that? Was that in the first movie? Yeah. He was drunk that night. He yeah. saw someone leave. Yeah. You saw someone leave wearing that coat. Yeah. The fire. The fire. But then you find, uh, not to get too off topic, but then you find out in Scream 3 that they've managed to, f- oh, that's so dumb. Do you what? remember what they do in Scream 3? Yeah, where they have her brother. That's so dumb. Yeah. So retarded. But that's that's this rule of trilogies. I know. The that comes back no to rules you apply ass. to. And yeah. Like, yeah, it's the only rule. And the killer's superhuman. Right. But back to the sequel, where Cotton is now bartering, basically, right? Yeah, because she's just like... Uh, He's the only one with a gun. Yeah, and she's like, I can help you, I can do this, this and that. And then he actually brings the gun over to Sydney. Like, he turns it over to her like he's going to kill her now. Yeah. and Which I don't think he ever was going to. No. No, I think I it think, was Again, I think he was fucking down. with her. Yeah. And then I love when she's just like, uh, he's like, that Diane Sawyer uh, interview sounds pretty good, huh? And she's like, consider it done. And he just shoots. <laughs> yep. And that's the end of Mrs. Loomis. Gets shot in the neck. Whole family's dead. Well, is the dad dead, actually? No. The dad's living somewhere like... He could uh... have been the killer in Scream 4. Oh, this would have been perfect. <laughs> what if they have a five and they're just like, he was the mastermind behind Emma Roberts and Rory Culkin? Hmm. Be... <laughs> Are they? I wonder if they're going to do... I don't think they're You going just to. wrote the movie. You just did it. Yeah. Well, Wes Craven's dead. I don't want to see another one. So then... <laughs> Speaking of who's not that though, you find out that Dewey survived. Somehow. Gale survived. So yeah, somehow Dewey. Gale is not surprising. Wait, wait, I always, a bullet grazes Gale. They say it like before always, we talk about Dewey's survival. Not only did Gale survive because we're still in the theater, but Mickey jumps back up for a second. Yeah, they've oh, yeah. got to shoot him again. <laughs> and then and then they shoot Mrs. Loomis in the head, even though she's just, not moving. Just, just in case. case. Just in case. I always I always every time I watch the second movie when they they wheel out Dewey I'm always like well, how did his boot come off because he's only got one boot on <laughs> well like you ever seen like or have you ever been in a car accident like a pedestrian the shoe flies off yeah, but I he think just got you... stabbed a bunch of times his shoe wouldn't have come off <laughs> maybe there was right. some kind they of... should have, they should have an extra scene where he's like maybe if I take my shoe I can cauterize the wound or he's yeah <laughs> using the lace to like make yeah. a tourniquet yeah that would make more sense you're and right and then the movie ends and that's it yeah that's mm. the, end of the movie. When the press goes up to Sydney oh, yeah, and asks yeah, yeah, yeah. questions, and she says, ask Cotton Weary. He's the hero at yeah, all this Because she doesn't want to be in the spotlight. She finally gives no, him but the... she does want Cotton to and have she a clear... Finally gives he him saved her. Yeah, and he deserves All the press and attention that he name. wanted. And yeah. then at the beginning of Scream 3, it's clear that he's parlayed yeah. this occurrence like a, at Windsor College. Like a Jenny Jones yeah, into TV like show fame. called 100% Cotton. Which, come on, who? Oh, there's no other title. That just makes you feel even worse for him when he dies. In the th- oh, I didn't mean to do that. Yeah. He, we already did that, so it's okay. So that's it. Scream 2. And then the, there's also a uh, quick cut of the killer at the end. Yep. And then, then it ends. Yep, that's the end. No, no post-credit scene. Nope. <laughs> so, what did you guys think? I think it's it still holds up. I saw it in the theater when it first came out. I mean, I guess the whole thing about the mom being the killer is 
it's fine. I, I didn't see a problem with it. I still don't. And Laurie Metcalf's awesome. I think I remember hearing a rumor when the fir- movie was first about to come out that it was going to be Billy's twin brother. Yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah. I don't know how accurate so it would that be, is. But... So it would be Billy again? <laughs> yeah. It would be Millie. Well, there were rumors Willie? that Willie somehow... Willie would be better, but wait, isn't Bill yeah. and William the same? Yep. So both twins would be yeah. William? Yeah, William and William. Yeah. Well, then there one's was... Will and one's Bill. Yeah, well, you call Billy that... and Willie. Somehow Matthew Lillard was going to be involved, not just in that little cameo, yeah, but I remember actually that involved too. in the movie. Like, I... You didn't see him actually die. He got a TV dropped on his head. I mean, and te- electrocuted. Technically, just saying. Technically, you could live through that, but like that's such a stretch. Such a stretch. And then, like, to not be in jail. Yeah. And not only did you live through that, you escaped uh, conviction right, and jail yeah. and, like, being locked up for the rest of your yeah. life. And so then, so the so the plot was bandied about, we said it before, that there was one where Derek, Hallie, Cotton, and Mrs. Loomis were all killers. That just seems too complicated. That's like the, the fucking Batman syndrome where it's just too many. Too many villains. Kevin too William, many. Kevin Williamson claims that there was an ending, a fake ending at that, that Dewey was the killer. See, I would have bought that. Wouldn't it have been great? It would have been a dead giveaway when the killer walked around a limp the whole time. <laughs> what if he's faking? What, what if he was just the jigsaw of it? He was just the mastermind behind it. Nah, there you go. Anything? Wouldn't that be great if they did another screen movie at the end? You just find out Dewey was behind everything. He <laughs> like closes a door. Yeah. Like, goes, loses the limp. And everyone. Suspect style. And everyone dies. Sydney and Gail. Well, I would think if they're going to make a new, new one, you're going to have to kill off one of them. If they, well, they right. should have done it in Scream 4. But this one is good. Yes. I mean, it still holds up. It's a good sequel. It's a good follow-up. Unlike the third one. Do you have a number rating? We can get into that. A number rating? Yeah. Star rating. Or star rating, star rating Trish? Yeah. I How do. many stars? How, I what? would give it the same I gave the original, three and a half out of four. It's, it, it's it, The opening scene's not as good as the original, right. but everything else is just good. Yeah. Like, And the opening scene isn't even all that much not as good I and guess. maybe that's because Kevin Williamson wrote this unlike the third, third one. one and he wrote the fourth one but it wasn't done when they started shooting which no but the fourth one is good I think a lot of people might disagree I'm not going to disagree that movie's I like on me it. it's grown I mean, on I, me I, I might watch it again tonight I, I like it I was disappointed with the movie when it first came out but we'll go more into that uh, in June or May May when Whenever we, we get to that one but I would definitely give this one three and a half out of four stars it holds up if if they stopped here you might have the best one two yeah, horror movies ever so. made it's possible like I, people roll their eyes at that and be like Halloween 1 2 Halloween 2 is not as good as the first one it's just that simple yeah so I you think it's as good I think it's just a great continuation. No, it's a great, like, but it's not as good a movie. Is my I, point. I guess. I guess you're right because there it does kind of dip down in, in like mm. enjoyment because it gets kind of boring in the middle. Dude, yes, uh, it does. In the in the middle of the but movie, you it could totally edit those two movies together, and it would just be a three hour movie. Like, yeah, I guess that's true. I think if you kept it at these two, people would saw that these. This is the best two. Movies you could put together, and since more. they were released so close together, like, well, I guess Halloween I don't know. Too. Yeah. I don't know House and House Two. I mean, no, that's true. <laughs> there are a lot of good back to backs. Have you guys it, even seen the House movie? I believe I've seen the first one, but I 
can't remember it all I, that I, much. I, I recently bought both of them, and the second one is such a stupid piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> stupid piece of shit. It, it take, the first movie is like a horror comedy. The second one is just straight up a comedy. Like, so there's, there's no horror. It's, there, just, it, it's a joke. I, I don't even know what the fuck's going on in the second movie. <laughs> all right. You'll yeah, have would, to let us uh, watch those. Yeah, three and a half stars. I think it's probably the best one, too, you could get in horror. All right. I'm going to agree with you. I'll give you even a half star on that. I'll, I'll raise you a half star. You didn't get four stars? No. Uh, three and a half, my bad. I'm spacing. I thought you gave it three. Uh, I'll give it three and a half, too. I do have a couple comments on why it's not as good as the first one, though. I miss, like, the the killer's presence in these movies. Like, neither of them. Like, Mrs. Loomis or... Um, Mickey, because we got like Matthew Lillard and Billy in yeah, but, the. But we got Mrs. Loomis throughout most of the movie. Yeah, but she wasn't like. And it was so obvious. Now she wasn't a cool she character. No, she wasn't. She that's was just what I some mean, random like, annoying reporter where you're just like, that's the killer. Yeah, annoying. I think Gail told her to like stay the fuck away a couple. Yeah, times no. Too, right? at, like when Gail tells her off, you're like, good. And at, at, yeah, because she backs off and she's like, you're right, too soon or something then, like that. And walks you know, off. Gail did feel bad about that though later. Kale's like, I didn't feel bad before, I do now. I don't remember that. She was like sobbing to Dewey. Oh. Anyway. Not about telling Debbie to fuck off. Just about like the what? way she was like as a She wanted to catch news, the guy. As a news lady. She wanna catch this fucker. Yeah. So three and a half out of four, Trish? Yeah. I, I really only have a complaint on like the killers like not being present in the story but up until like who they like even in the climax scene like right until the, you don't find out who they are to the end so it doesn't really spoil the movie you know what i mean it doesn't like upset everything i've already seen so like only the last couple minutes and you're like ah eh, whatever i mean we'll get to that in the third one where they legit tell the audience the killer is dead and then he's not and that really fucking pisses me off <laughs> Because it's just a it's just a deliberate mislead for no reason. But we'll talk about. Well, that obviously one. there's a reason that's they. Well, yeah, it, it was because it was it was poor writing. Yeah, they're just like, ooh, they're gonna figure it out. We better pretend <laughs> like he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he shows up, you're like, who the fuck is that? Oh yeah, thank you for putting the name the word director in there, so I know who that is. There's like you know good action and shit. This, this is a fun movie. Wouldn't it have been great if they just rip, they take the mask off and it's Wes Craven. Oh, the janitor from the first movie. It's just yeah. Fred, the janitor. Somehow. <laughs> Not to get too off top, but I thought the fourth one, they were going to do the all, the great the twist I thought and make Neff Campbell the killer. See, I, I thought that was going to be I the twist totally, the one. I could have totally bought that because she's just like, look at her life. It sucks. Right, I totally would have bought it. But instead they went for... Her mother's attack. She's, she's, her mother's dead, killed. All of her friends die in high school. Her dad all of her friends her in college die. Anymore. Uh, no, they still talk. Because he shows up and he's like, I wish you'd move back oh, yeah, that's the right. city I or whatever. About that. Yeah, 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 you're right. Um, and then he dies between the movies. Yeah. Because yes, they mentioned yes. that he's dead in the fourth one. But yeah, I could have totally bought her as the killer in the fourth one. But anyway, um, I think this is the first episode where we give the movie all the same rating. Because I'll give it three and a half also. It's good. Yeah, it's good. It's a great sequel. It's a great follow-up. It's not as good as the first one, but not off by that much. Yeah. No, not at all. Not at all. And the acting in is just as good as the first one. This one is a little, I don't know if you would agree, I think it's a little less gory. Yeah. Yeah. Like bloody. Yeah. Than the the first action one. is still there, but it's, you're right, it's not like the, the 
gore. And even for it being the longest one, the third one felt like it took yeah. fucking forever. This one doesn't feel like it's two no. hours and like This one goes minutes. pretty quick, actually. I didn't realize that the third one wasn't the longest. I thought it was. So did I until I looked at it. I was like, oh, the second one's the longest. Yeah. doesn't feel like it's the longest one. That's sad. Even if we can't remember, like, some of, like, half of what happened. I don't think it was that we forgot what happens. It was, it's we forgot what scene. order. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the biggest problem <laughs> with doing this is remembering the sequence. And then when they split that them That doesn't up change the, the time, fact that it's a great movie. And, and the, the timelines are going parallel. And the third one's going to be even rougher because I can't remember the fucking sequence in the third one. Well, maybe I should <laughs> make a like bulleted list. I have list. no plans of watching it either. <laughs> make not, a, well, I already watched it. Bulleted scene <laughs> list. I told I told somebody I was like when we get to the fourth one even though I watched all four of them by the time we get to the fourth one I may need to watch it again because it'll be so yeah, long since you like, did the binge I can't remember we did Scream last month that was February I probably watched it in towards the beginning of February so, so by the time like we do four yeah. it'll be like yeah. three months I'm like oh that's probably a good idea to watch it again all right so that's it. Uh, if you want to hear what we've been watching, go check out that fat guy. Doesn't know what he's talking about. We t- we do enough talking on there, even though I don't know what I'm talking about. Hmm. We don't know what we talk about, but we talk. Yeah. So that show's back. So go enjoy it. And uh, as always, thank you for for joining us for another night. Yeah.